This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. And we're back for another episode of Sports and Corks. And I'm Emily Jarenka. And I'm Emily Cornell. And we will discuss college football to start off with, which Emily Cornell is going to have to put the team on her back because my brother was in town this past weekend and I hardly watched any football. And by hardly any, I mean maybe two minutes of one game. So <laughs> It's all right. I got you. Thank um, you. I, I definitely want to like just start with KU um, winning their game Friday night. Like... I didn't I didn't know that KU could play football well. I didn't watch this game. I would like to just start with I would never set aside time to be like, let's watch the University of Kansas play football. <laughs> would do that for basketball for sure, but they beat Boston College 48 to 24. And I am shook. Like Boston College is not like They're not a scrub team. No. And they're not like a powerhouse by any any no. means, but like they're still like a, a reasonable opponent and for Kansas to just like wreck them. Um, I think that it could be a fun season watching Kansas. I mean, I say that and anytime I say like, oh, this team could be good. They turn around and just like suck. So sorry, Kansas fans, if that's what happens after this week, um, they are playing against West Virginia on Saturday and I'm sure that'll be that should be a, a decent um, game just because West Virginia is like so-so and Kansas has never been good in the history of football. So yeah. um, <laughs> that it's was one in, game I was – oh, sorry. You're fine. It's in Kansas too. So West Virginia yeah. on the road is favored by five points. So you never know. It's just – it's wild. Um, but football that isn't as wild. Um, the University of Colorado losing to Air Force. The Mountain West continues to just um, own the Pac-12, and this is good. This is a good place for the Mountain West to be. Um, <laughs> it's really unfortunate that to see um, CU drop their first game to Air Force after winning against um nebraska and that was a huge win at home for cu yeah i mean i'm not upset about the whole mountain west thing by any means but um i don't know i mean i kind of thought they would lose that game just because air force has such a weird style of play yeah um our intern goes to cu and we were all talking about the game and we both thought that they would probably lose. I was like, I don't know. I just have a feeling. So. It, it, wild. So that 
that was another game that I'm just like, oh, well, I'm happy to see the Mountain West succeed. I'm going to be sad when Mountain West teams are playing each other and uh, my team loses, Um, (laughs) which (laughs) Wyoming, it's like they are trying to lose games in the first half. Um, They come out and they try to run the ball and it doesn't work. And defense isn't awake in the first half. So they go into halftime for the last two games losing um, to teams that they should have been beating. And then in the end, like they beat Texas state and then they beat um, Idaho this weekend. But my goodness, I can't watch first half game of the game. If it's going to just make me angry that the pokes can't pull it together. Um, Yeah. Just skip the first half. I'll be like, this is my time to make it like a cheese board for the second half. Um, there you go. But maybe, maybe they'll get it together in time for the Boise State game. That's the next big game I'm worried about for them. Um, for football games that people actually care about, the Iowa State <laughs> Iowa game. <laughs> yeah, that was a close um, one. That was a very close one, and they had like a bunch of weather delays. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. I kept kind of looking back at at ESPN and I just kept saying it was delayed. Yeah. Same. I was like, Oh, I can watch the Iowa state game. And then like it was delayed and then it was delayed and I slept through it, but I was awake for the last couple minutes. And then that moment when Iowa state lost the game by tackling their own team. Um, <laughs> yeah. <I'm- laughs> yeah. That's tough. That is tough. It's hard. It's that is a hard way to end an in-state rivalry game like that. Um, so pour one out for the Iowa State fans. I'm sorry, fam. <laughs> like, that's a rough way to go out. But at least it was a good game um, from the looks of things. And Iowa State could still do something um, in the Big 12. And perhaps Baylor will not be the dark horse that I had said last week they might be. Um, <laughs> yeah, that plays out. Um <laughs> Yeah, Washington rolled over Hawaii, which, I mean, you know, that could have gone either way. Could have been close. Yeah. Blowout. I guess you could say that about any game. But uh, <laughs> one game we did say to keep an eye on last week was Florida and Kentucky. And that game was actually pretty good. So yes. Yes. Closer than it could have been, for sure. So. Yeah. And if Kentucky could have just hung in there a little bit longer, like... Oh, we would have had a really good upset this week. Yeah, it was close, but didn't quite make it there. So no. what what game are you excited about this coming week for your game of the week? So part of me is really unhappy that my game of the week is the Auburn-Texas A&M game um, because I hate to just like pick an SEC game, uh, but it was that or the Georgia game, which is also an SEC game. So I went with Auburn A&M um, just because I think that'll just, it should be a fun game. Um, A&M probably won't win the game, but it'll be a fun game. And that's what I'm here for is fun football. <laughs> What's yeah. your game of the week? Um, I mean, as long as it's entertaining, then if it's not, if you're not invested in either team, then that's really all you can ask for. Exactly. So I... I mean, there's, I feel like there could be three different games of the week this week. Okay. Um, 
I thought about Michigan, Wisconsin, but after Michigan's performance the other week, I was like, I don't know about that. We'll see. Um, what was my game of the week? Oh, Notre Dame, Georgia. Uh, and I picked that one mostly because I want to see how Notre Dame matches up against a big team like Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Georgia's favored by 14 points. So it's not anything crazy. Um, but we'll see how that one plays out. That'll definitely be something I'm watching. I'm sick this week. So. If, I, if you hear me swallowing a cough drop or something, that's what that is. <laughs> but I'm guessing that because of that, I will probably be watching a lot of football this weekend. So I plan that's on posting to do it. on my couch and just watching all of these games. Um, well, there are some good ones, I think. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, well, do you want to talk about the Florida State kid? Speaking yeah. of football games. So that's interesting. Um, so this is something I saw on Twitter. This kid, um, sorry, I'm trying to open up the link now. My week has been a little bit of a hot mess, so <laughs> this is on brand. Um, but basically, he is he started a lemonade stand, and he's trying to raise enough money to buy out um, the Florida State football coaches contract which is pretty hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> what a little entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm curious to see, like, if people... You know when sometimes, like, these GoFundMes for random things go viral and they raise way more yeah. money than, you know, anyone could have ever expected? I wonder if this could be a situation where people just donate, start donating a ton of money to this kid. Oh, see, he's four years old. Uh, oh so, so the kid and his dad are running this lemonade stand. So I, I don't know. He needs to raise $30 million. Don't think it's going to get there. Probably not. <laughs> I'm curious to see kind of what happens with that. Maybe someone will set up a GoFundMe, maybe not, but it's just kind of a funny story. Um, the kid's name is also Grayton, G-R-A-Y-T-O-N, which is super millennial i'm like just stick to to traditional names people (laughs) (laughs) oh no it's like those memes where um it's some super you know someone like it's a picture of a woman who looks like you probably went to high school with her and now she um is married and has a couple kids and like lives in your hometown whatever and works at one of the local businesses and um like introduces her kids' names and it's just like all these weird variations of traditional names that are just very extra. That's what it made me think of when I read that kid's name. Your example seems really specific, it almost is. as if this has happened in the small town of Idaho that you grew up in. Yeah. <laughs> it has. Uh another fun college football thing that happened recently, uh Mike Leach I don't know if this was a press conference, if it was, you know, what what the deal was, if he was, you know, talking to press after practice or something. But, and I don't even know what the question was or if he got asked a question, but he just, the clip is him talking about all the different Pac-12 mascots and 
um, which is the more, you know, which ones are more formidable in battle, basically. And he yes, really, and it is wonderful. He really goes into detail, which is amazing. Um, so we will include the link for that in the description. One hundred percent, because everyone needs to go watch that as soon as possible. Because everyone, they need to one like you need to be asking yourself: Do sun devils have mythical powers? And like, if said. a Ute has a rifle, like. What, what is a Ute doing with a rifle? Like, he really dug into this for each Pac-12 mascot. Um, it's hilarious. Yeah, I liked when he was talking about um, the Ute. He said, did they, you know, do they have a bow and arrow? Did they trade up for a rifle? You know, like they're yes. bartering. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and when he's like... When he talks about the Harry Potter activists, that got me good. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> so do yourself a favor and go watch it. He really gets into it, and it's just give Mike Leach a good follow on Twitter. He is definitely worth the tweets that you will see in your feed. It's hilarious, even if you you know know nothing about Washington State football or don't care about it it's still it's a great follow for non-sports fans as well so yes and like even if you disagree with some of his stances on um a variety of things Mike Leach has some hot takes but um at least he's funny like it kind of balances out where like he has like one hot take and then like 10 really funny tweets. And this is one of like, this is gold, this like thread or this like video of him talking about the mascots. Yeah. It's one of the fav- my favorite things I've seen in the past several weeks for sure on Twitter. So yes, yes. Plug that. So what? So what's your hot take of the? Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> My hot take of the week. So, I just this weekend really tried White Claws for the first time, and people hate <laughs> on the lime flavor, and I know this, and I think it's my second favorite flavor of all of them. So that's my hot what? take. And you, and you think the grapefruit one is like not good? No, it's too. It's too tart. The lime one is tart, but at the same time, raspberry is my favorite. Definitely. But. Oh, my goodness. It's like, Where do you stand on the mango one? Uh, I haven't had the mango one. It wasn't in the pack, but usually I don't really like oh, mango, okay. mango flavored uh, drinks. But. Um, yeah, I, it's like there there were a bunch of memes that went around a while ago about, you know, like starburst flavors and it's like um you're a pink starburst in a sea of yellow or something like basically don't settle was kind of the theme and i'm like yeah yellow is my favorite flavor (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like yellow and pink are my favorite flavors of starburst but i feel like this is a very similar situation where like the one thing that people think is the worst of the flavor varieties i it's high up on my list um so that's my hot take of the week is that lime is one of the best white claw flavors. All right. That's a, that is a hot take <laughs> that I'll be sure to save all the lime white claws I have and give them to you okay. because past. We can do it swap. <laughs> you can take my grapefruit. I'll take your lime. 
oh my gosh, it's perfect. And everyone else can take the raspberry and mango ones. Yeah. <laughs> so my hot take is uh, it's going to make people unhappy for Beyonce fans. Um, and I am a Beyonce fan, but I'm not super pumped about this making of the gift documentary thing she's putting out. Um, because I'm like, Beyonce, do something about literally anything else right now. <laughs> like maybe, maybe your husband's like most recent transaction with the NFL. That's what I want to like, I'm like, mm, maybe talk about that. Um, because there was a lot of pushback, um, from Jay-Z, um, working on like working with the NFL. And so it, Obviously, since they're married, it's kind of like a partnership thing. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder if, like, um, she had any say in that. And then I, it's, I'm just always curious about their dynamics between the two of them. So mm-hmm. uh, the hot take is just I'm not excited about the making of the gift purely because I'm like Beyonce. Say something about something relevant. <laughs> um so that's that's where I'm at with that. That's fair. Honestly, I feel the same way about it. I'm I'm not a giant Beyonce fan, but like I definitely enjoy her music and her artistry, I guess. Yes, uh, yes. I don't know. There are just so many music documentaries out there right now about, you know, this is my life or like the making of this X tour or whatever. Um yes. a lot. Yes. And she just did the making of like Baychella that went on Netflix like yeah. in January or February. So I'm just like, I don't I get it. You work the hardest of anyone on this planet, Beyonce, but <laughs> I don't I don't need to see another music documentary about like your process and it's it's good. I'm good without it. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just it's kind of oversaturated at this point. It's kind of like how when they did the remake of A Star is Born and then um, Bohemian Rhapsody came out and then the Elton John one. And I'm sure there are more that I'm missing, but it's just kind of like, okay, one thing was successful. So not everyone's doing this. Um, Yes. I don't know. I get I get taken early yet. I and I like that they did it for all of these different musicians. Like it's great, but yeah, it kind of all happened all at once. Um, and that like I don't, it doesn't make me excited to sit and watch only one type of thing. So, um, eh, we'll see how I feel in like a year when some other thing is trendy for movies. Maybe movies that like Planet Earth. That'll be the thing next year. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about that, honestly. Lots of cute baby animals. That's true. And typically the narrators, like, their voices are so soothing. It just makes me want to, like, get comfortable and take a nap. Yeah, they are. Um, speaking of soothing narrators, we're going to talk about <laughs> this next week. But um, we both watched the Dennis Rodman 30 for 30. And Jamie Foxx was the narrator. And I will say... I. It did not sound like his voice to me at all. I was confused. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll discuss that 30 for 30 more next week. I'm going to try and save my voice. And I have lots of thoughts on that. So I want to really be able to get into that. 
we'll we'll dig into it because I we both have a lot of thoughts and it was a long documentary so like giving it like a minute of time is just not it doing it justice yeah um, it was two hours long and there's a lot to unpack so we'll come back to that on another sports topic um california is making headlines uh regarding the yes. concept of paying student athletes do you want to discuss uh that a little more i do yes because so when i had said like mike leach had some like some people might think he has hot takes. Um, he disagrees with California um, proposing to pay student athletes um, because it does provide kind of an unfair advantage for other universities. If student athletes in the state of California receive payment for like their likeness and um, like they can make money for selling things of their likeness. Um, so if they're on like a video game and um, like they're, or if there are products that they are like endorsing, they can make money off of that. Um, and so this is specifically looking at football, which college football makes an ungodly amount of money. Same with college basketball. Um, and so people are unhappy one because of, yeah, it would be unequal to the other States that are, that have student athletes, um, in their universities, but also the concept of paying like a student athlete. Um, a lot of people disagree with that just in general, um, because they're like, well, they're technically amateurs and like, they do get paid in their stipend and, um, like getting their college education paid for. If you want to see someone get real passionate about this, (laughs) look up Tim last week homeboy was all over it and he got i'm sure he doesn't really care about the pushback that he got um from other athletes who were like listen just because your parents could send you money every week doesn't mean the rest of us had parents who sent them money and we do like it would have been nice to been to make money on the side because student athletes don't actually have time to like have a job because uh being a student athlete is a full-time job like they get up they go work out they go to class they go work out they have like different team meetings they have to meet with their tutoring center they have so many things they're it's jam-packed and so um the the argument for when they're like, well, we should be paid when we're making money for a UCLA, a USC, like it, it seems reasonable. Um, if the, especially if you're like a successful athlete, um, and plenty of people are looking at California and they're like shaking their fingers. Meanwhile, <laughs> athletes like LeBron James are like, yeah, I support this bill because like pay these kids. And another way that would just like, kind of help things i think and while i am like yeah paying student athletes is an option if they are good enough to play professionally why not let them play professionally and not be making deals under the table or having like one state be like we're gonna pay students and other states being like we're not so um it's just a mess basically the the world of college athletics in terms of like paying athletes is a mess and there are various levels where it needs to be fixed but the state of California is trying right now. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I honestly had never thought about the possibility of it becoming a state-by-state issue, um, which now I'm like, why did I never think of that before? That's dumb. Um, 
that I overlooked that as being a possibility. Um, I guess I always just thought that it would, you know, be something that the NCAA was determining and whatnot. Um, but it's become a, you know, state government issue essentially. And I'm sure that NCAA yeah. is not happy about that. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how they kind of react <laughs> publicly to it. Um, I think they are like, we will, <laughs> you will not get to participate. Like the universities, if they were to like, not the universities paying the athletes, but if student athletes are receiving payment for their likeness, um, the NCAA is like, um, we will just like ban you from competition. And I'm like, you can't ban the entire state of California. Like there are so many universities out of California. There are so many students. Like, I don't, I don't think it's that initial reaction is what they can actually follow through with because California is such a major player in college athletics. Yeah. I mean, California and Texas are the two States where all of the best student athletes come from for the major sports. So by major sports, I mean, men's basketball and football. Um, So you take one state out of that equation, kind of, it's like, well, I guess it wouldn't be in terms of recruiting, but, yeah, for the schools that are there, that's that's going to be an issue. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, maybe it'll be the next Firefest. Oh, my God. I hope it's not, like, that big of a, a mess. But I, I do hope that it keeps a conversation going about how can we best, you know, accommodate student-athletes, but also make sure there's that division between, okay, you're an amateur player, but like if you have a student who is bringing in money for the university through their research for like aerospace engineering, but they can still like have a side hustle, like, ah, you know, I, it's, it's where it gets gray and the NCAA needs to definitely work with different state governments. If it really is going to come down to a state level on figuring that out yeah i hope it doesn't become a huge pr disaster but i wouldn't be surprised if it you know went that way we'll see yeah only time will tell i'm as always time will tell (laughs) (laughs) so what wine were you drinking this weekend when you were hanging out with your brother while he was visiting before i was sick um before you were ill. I, the Bachelor in Paradise finale is tonight, and all I want is to have a glass of wine, oh. and I w- cannot. It's just not a good idea. So, first oh. world problems, basic problems, basically. Um, <laughs> what was I having? Pinot Grigio. I don't remember what kind it was, which is not very exciting to share. I'll just kind of skip over that portion for of the podcast for myself this week. I'm having a lot of orange juice right now. Get that vitamin C up, you know? So what about you? Um, I recently tried this, the brand or label. I I don't know. I'm an idiot, but like it's Josh and it was, I believe a Savion Blanc and it was just so refreshing and delightful. Oh yeah. Josh Sellers. Yes. That that one. That is good. I've had that one before. It just, yeah, it just had like a very simple label. So I was like, I'll get this one. I got it for a wine night. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I want to drink this all the time. 
yeah, it's pretty uh, crisp. <laughs> <laughs> so things that might not be crisp, uh, people on dating apps. <laughs> that was a great you want to share your dating yeah, app? And it's, it ties in, obviously, with the one I'm about to say because it's always <laughs> not crisp. Uh, so <laughs> my brother and one of our friends from college were visiting me this weekend. And um, my brother has been – he's never really been on any the dating apps because he's – I mean, he, I think he's been in a relationship for at least a year now. And then um, when he was in college, he didn't really use them because when you're in college – there's so many people around you and like, I don't know, he just never has really been on the apps. So he was like, you complain way too much about how there's like no good people on these apps, whatever. Um, and I was like, Oh, okay. You want to (laughs) see? So after we went out on Friday night, we got back and airplayed my iPhone to the TV. And I was like, here, you take my phone. And he was just swiping and every single, I mean, I swear to God, we probably did this for like 45 minutes. He, I think, maybe swiped right on, like, five people. Um, <laughs> every person that popped up, he was like, oh, this person looks like a tool. Oh, he's got ten tattoos. Oh, um, you know, whatever. Different things. Just people's photos. He, he just kept saying, like, oh, he looks like a tool, whatever. And um, I was like, okay, so I'm not crazy. This is normal. I honestly, if I go on an app, it's kind of just to judge people's profiles um that's fair yeah I think ever I've been on like two dates for maps and they were both fine like they were both good but nothing too exciting nothing worth nothing to write home about um so I don't I don't take that I don't take app dating app seriously at all um but it was just super entertaining to have from you know from a guy's perspective to see them like oh my gosh, this is terrible. And then um, our friend who is visiting lives in Salt Lake. And he was like, oh my gosh, there's so many more girls on these apps here. He swiped for like 10 minutes and he said if he was home in Salt Lake that it would have told him there were no more people in his area <laughs> that they're within his uh, you know, parameters, <laughs> whatever, on the app. And yeah. so that was really funny. Um <laughs> So I was swiping for him too, but it was just, I'd never really done that before, I guess. And it was just a really entertaining group activity after a night out. It's always funny to see Bumble profiles on both sides. Cause you're like, oh my gosh, it's not just me seeing like wild people. Everyone's seeing wild people on these apps. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of weird people. <laughs> Facts. Facts. But, well, until the next time you airplay Bumble on your TV, uh, (laughs) I think this should be like a group activity. Um, Folks, if you're having a party, you should definitely do this. It's a really good bonding activity with your friends. It is. It's great. Would highly recommend. Super funny. It's even better if it's a mix of like guys and girls in the room. Yes. Yes. For sure. That can be your entertainment for the weekend after a night out. Uh, do you have any personal <laughs> plugs this week? Um, just the usual. Make sure you're reading the Tailgate Society articles. Um, as Iowa State had quite the weekend last weekend, um, I'm sure people are writing about that. 
I know for a fact they are. I've seen <laughs> I've seen articles already for it. <laughs> um, make sure you. I mean, you're you're listening to Sports and Corks, but um, if you're wanting to subscribe, we are on Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Podcasts, and a, like a variety of other ones that are in the like description for the podcast. Um, and like, please subscribe, rate, and review, and tell a friend so they can subscribe, rate, and review. So we have more than nine ratings. Yes. <laughs> like, we we want to. We want you to shower us in love. Words of affirmation is our love language for this podcast. Please tell us we're doing well. And if you want to tell us we're not, um, please tell us that privately. Don't publicly shame us. (laughs) Words of affirmation is actually my top love language, followed by quality time. So we'll definitely appreciate it if you rate, review, and subscribe. Particularly give us a quick little review in whatever app you use. It's really easy to see them pop up in Apple Podcasts. But um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, then go do that, and that would be great. And we're also on Twitter. I believe it's at Sports Corks. No and, just Sports Corks. Uh, Yep, just Sports Corks. So give us a follow. We'll start pushing out more content on there. And it won't just be new episode. It'll be, you know retweeting and tweeting things about subjects that we find interesting and that you probably will also find interesting since you're listening to this podcast and it'll be funny. So go get us a follow on Twitter. And just to wrap up our episode, uh, we talked about last week how we're going to do a little segment every week where we discuss a positive, happy, nice story in sports. So um, do you want to discuss story that you found for this week yeah yeah and this one someone had actually sent to me they were like you i like that you all did that and this is one you should look at um and oddly the the happy like warm fuzzy sports moment of the week came from someone in laramie wyoming thank you riley um so the georgia fans last weekend um, organized a last minute pink out game to honor the arkansas state coach's wife who passed um she because of cancer and so um it's just really it's good to see fans just kind of come together and like they can be like yeah this bad thing happened and we won't like we're we're excited for the game but we we realize that life happens outside of sports like there's more to life than football um and so the georgia fans really they did such an incredible thing by coming together and supporting um, the visiting team because of what, um, because of the coach and like what he was kind of going through. So um, I don't know. That was just really nice to see it, especially out of a t- out of a program like Georgia um, who then went on to just wreck Arkansas state in terms of the actual football game, but at least they did a kind thing before they blew them out. Yes. Um, definitely a very thoughtful thing that they did. Um, yeah. Definitely in support of that. And this, you know, this story about the Arkansas State coach's wife um, has gotten a lot of attention, um, as it should. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a sad story, and just how it's been covered in the media has been really moving. And um, it's just nice to see, you know, people – not thinking about just, you know, winning the game and um, kind of thinking more about the community side of things. So it's definitely a very, very nice gesture 
on George's behalf. So props to them. Got anything else? I don't. So if you all have happy sports moments you want us to like cover, we are happy to share them. It like, they're the greatest part about sports probably is just like seeing how there's such a community around it. So we, yeah, we're excited about it. It's our favorite. It's our favorite thing about sports. So if you have any suggestions for articles, um, you can send us an email. What's the Gmail address again, Emily? It is sportsandcorks at gmail.com, but it's not an ampersand. Wow, <laughs> it's it's the actual word and. Um, and it is also included in the podcast description. So, you know, if you like what we're doing, send us an email. But yeah. that's all I got. Email us, email us any stories that you find about, you know, nice stories that are happening, things happening in sports. Um, we'll definitely, we can discuss those on another episode. Or you can also... Uh, Tag us in a tweet or send us a DM at Sports Corks on Twitter. So share your nice, fuzzy, feel-good sports stories with us. We love them. We do. So we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thank you. Emily and Emily, Sports and Corks.